Welcome to Belonging Before Believing, where we are living long, ever long. It's a Foo Fighter song. I'm Patrick Mathers, pastor of two churches, Grace Baptist Church in Orville, California, and the Sovereign Joy Christian Fellowship in Chico, California. And I'm Nick, member <laughs> of Sovereign Joy Christian Fellowship. No and, last name. Uh, no, just no, Nick. just Nick. Uh, and I have no affici- affiliation in Nickelback, in case anyone. Do you want affiliation no. with them? So I heard a thing that the reason why everybody's so down on them is uh-huh. that there was some uh, MTV show, and the host was riffing like he wasn't even something written down and scripted, and he made a comment about something being bad. And going, you know, terrible, like Nickelback. And just was like, (laughs) just joking. And because it was a popular show, like it just took off and everyone started hating on Nickelback. And that was like the genesis of that, Mm. uh, that hatred for that band. I thought it was just because there's like their songs were so mainstream all the time Mm. and they were catchy. Right. But they weren't good. Like. But Nick, that's like so many bands. That's so many. But it yeah. wasn't it wasn't to the level of popularity Nickel. Like Nickelback hit everyone. It hit everyone from the the metal side of things mm-hmm. all the way to the soft rock hits in the Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. Like it was everywhere. You couldn't get away from Nickelback. And so I've recently been thinking, like, do we have a, like a Nickelback today that in 10, 15 years we're just gonna be like, gosh, they suck so bad. Oh, so there was a, a TikTok that I saw that I was gonna send to you, but I accidentally kept swiping and then I couldn't get back to it and it was talking about why music today is not anything the same as it was in the 50s 60s 70s 80s and it started to change in the 90s and the idea was is that we were as a capitalist society still trying to find our way after World War II and once we got to the 90s and Bill Clinton did something economically, and I don't remember what it was from the video, that that changed and changed the way we consume things versus the way things were consumed before and made things very much more funneled down into Mm. here's the the, the smaller niche of stuff you can get, which is why um, most people are into the same kinds of music rather than all these genres and all these really good bands instead you're trying to be creative to fit in this niche rather than trying to be creative because you're creative anyways i thought you'd be real interested in that and i just went off on that and have no and you have no TikTok source to share with no anyways. nothing anyways yeah but we, i began with that foo fighter song because we're talking about living long you brought it up ever long and i was thinking about living long and we're talking about in the bible why in the world did some people live so long that was a great segue yeah, that's what I do. Just say words. <laughs> if uh, you say words for a living, you got to know how to say them right. You got to you got to string them together. So, uh, how long do people live in the Bible? Um, in the first book of the Bible, they seem to live a really, really, really long time. <clears throat> what are we in talking fact, like? I, like hear, I got uh, here um, hundred years old, or like a couple thousand years old. Um, there's nobody that is recorded as living a thousand years. But there are a few that get really close to it. Um, Adam lived apparently 930 years. 
Um, Seth lived 912 years. Enosh, not Enoch, Enosh lived 100, 905 years. Um, Kenan lived 910 years. And Jared lived 962 years, which sounds like the most, but Methuselah beats him out at 969 years, who was the oldest recorded person we have anywhere in scripture was Methuselah. Then the flood is recorded in chapters 6, 7, um, 8, and then 9 is when he comes out. And we have a list of what happens to Noah's family after that. And then there's another genealogy in chapter 10 of the book of Genesis. And in chapter 10, there's a table of nations, but no real ages are described until you get to chapter 11 with Shem's descendants. And the Bible focuses on that line um, because that would be the line where, well, I don't know, we, we get... Let me go back to the ages instead of stumbling all over myself. Shem lived um, a long time, but he fathered a guy, and this guy, Apartheshaj, I don't know how to say this name, lived 500 years. And Selah lived 403 years, 403 years. Eber lived. Peleg lived 430 years. And then it just drops off. 200 years, 207, 200, 119 and then um, Abraham, uh, Terah, Abraham's father, lived 205, and Abraham lived into the mid-100s. So it drops right off after the flood. So in the rest of the Bible, it says in a couple of places that no one's going to live um, more than 120, but the Bible also speaks that uh, a good long life would be 70 years or perhaps by reason of strength, 80 years. So 80, 90 is um, old age for almost all of recorded history. Now we have these people who lived very, very long here in the Old Testament. And the um, only thing that we can see that the Bible records that gives us a change for why people started living shorter was the flood. Mm -hmm. um, so the question has to be, well, what happened in the flood and during the flood? And um, a lot of flat earthers love the word firmament. They, they love that word. You know, it's the, the dome over the sky and, you know, you can only go up so high and, you know, it, 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 when they bomb, dropped nuclear bombs and lit off in the sky that you can supposedly see the firmament. You could see this dome that that covers the flat earth and all that. It's pretty uh, cute. Um, <laughs> cute idea. Um, but, of course, we, we don't believe in that. And we believe that probably what the firmament was in... Genesis uh, yeah. chapter one and two. Back up. With okay, this, go ahead. Yeah, no, back back up. What, what do you mean by firmament? So in um, Genesis one and two, it talks about there being a firmament, or there's a uh, something that is enveloping the earth. Uh, another, what we might, if we were going to be scientific about it, call it another atmospheric layer that covered okay. the earth. And um, some people say this is a, a water canopy that there was. Um, just water that was up there and just surrounded the earth. It didn't rain. It created a tropical climate all over the world, kind of functioned like a greenhouse in the best way, 
not in the way that just you know heated everything up and killed everything, but um, made everything tropical. So there was just a bunch of clouds covering the earth. Uh, yeah, perhaps, perhaps something like you, that. You don't have um, blue sky recorded anywhere in scripture, which is neither here nor there. There's lots of things that aren't recorded in scripture prior to the scripture. Flood. Well, no, just in general. Oh, okay. Um, you, you don't see it called that. But um, that doesn't mean it wasn't. I, I don't know. We yeah. didn't live back then. So um, a cloud layer certainly might be something that existed. I mean, we look around at a lot of planets. It's clouds are what a lot of planets are made up of, right. you know, is they're gas giants. And mm-hmm. it's, it's all vapor. It's all clouds. Um, so it, it wouldn't be odd for there to be a entire cloud covering surrounding the whole Earth. And... Um, that this led to um, long life because there wouldn't be the harmful effects of the sun um, coming down and you know causing the th- problems that it does mm. and people being able to live longer. Or perhaps it was just simply um, something that God had placed within man and once they ate of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, just it began to take effect. It just was generational. And it took multiple generations for it finally to catch up and cause people to start living less. I kind of think it's probably a combination of both Hmm. of those things. Um, That when the flood happened, it said that it rained for the first time and that water fell from the sky and also came up from the deep from underneath the ground. And that that water was enough that it completely enveloped the earth. And we know that could happen today. Mm -hmm. Um, There's, you know, underground oceans that if they were to somehow, for some reason, come up to the surface, would, again, completely flood the, the whole earth. And um, so it, it, it's not a super surprising or novel idea sure. for, for that to happen, um, just even today. But when the Bible speaks of these people living so long, and then the flood happens, and then it just drops right off, it makes me think that there must have been something physiologically with the earth that, that did change. Um, you know, you find crazy things like palm trees up in the Arctic, you know, and, and I did not know. Oh yeah. 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 There's, there's, you know, in the, underneath the ice and everything, you know, gotcha. they, <clears throat> they've, um, found tropical plants all over the world in places uh, that they shouldn't exist. Okay. Um, also animals that shouldn't exist in those places that would have mm-hmm. been tropical animals. Um, so why are they there? But then, you know, it's the, you, you ask the why are anything anywhere? Why right. is there, you know, some whale bones found inland, <laughs> you know, hundreds of miles from any ocean kind sure. of thing. And, and a flood would also explain that as, as well. Um, and for us, it's not a big catastrophic problem. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think, I think that's why people lived so long in scripture and, um, we don't today because God has detru- decreed that we just simply wouldn't live that long. And uh, part of the judgment upon the sinful people and this earth collapsing and is also that we um, have our lives now limited. So is, um, this might be a tangent. Um, I watched this video a while back talking about the aging problem mm-hmm. and the, there's a lot of work for people trying to fix this aging problem because mm-hmm. that's a big money market if you can figure out the problem and sell it. Um, <clears throat> and one of the things he talked about was one of the causes of aging, ironically enough, is oxygen. 
Um, so oxygen oxidizes things and I can't remember what it does, but it like makes it acidic or something like, anyways, oxygen just breaks down stuff, but you need it to survive. So it's the one thing that keeps you living, but also is slowly killing you. And so, um, I thought you might bring up maybe the effect of the firmament depositing on the earth, uh, made the saturation of oxygen much higher. Sure. And so therefore it affected. Anyways, that's oh, where sure. my mind was going. Because, right. I mean, water existing up there and then coming down here is going to be broken down into, yeah, you know, into its uh, separate elements and there's going to be more oxygen. Maybe we lived, uh, yeah, maybe we lived off much, uh, a, a much um, more limited oxygen supply and we didn't need it as much back then. I don't know. I'm purely speculating, but you're right about the longevity thing. That so I'm getting my, I'm also a personal trainer, um, besides certified personal trainer besides being mm-hmm. a pastor, and I'm getting right now my uh, senior fitness and longevity special specialization, um, and the reason is is because you're right that's a big it is a big market but it's also a, a desperate need that people have people want to live forever people mm-hmm. want to live long I mean. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've heard Christians saying, I'm afraid to die. And it isn't because they, they don't believe all of a sudden. It's because it's scary and it's unknown and it kind of might hurt. Um, and people don't really w- want to go through things that are painful. And so there's always this desire and this draw. Why did they live so long back then? Could it be a, a, a different, you know, we breathed different um, differently than we do now. We, we ate differently than we do now. So we're constantly going back and looking for right. um, the, the secret of life, the fountain of youth, so right. that we can continue to live longer. But the reality is, is that it, it, it isn't a new practice. People have been doing this, you know, all the way back then. They've been wanting to live as long as they possibly could. And still people live only... Um, you know, I my grandma lived 102, and good night. She was a spitfire. <laughs> but no matter how big of a spitfire she was and how much she willed herself to live long, uh, she wasn't getting to 105. Right. She wasn't getting to 103. She got to 102. Um, she's not getting, uh, you know, uh, older than that. And uh, just we don't. Our bodies don't don't work like that. And so we need to deal with our mortality, you know? Um, Does, um, you mentioned that there was a a hard cap on our age or how long we can live, right? Where does that come from? From scripture? Yeah. From the passage? Yeah. Or or just... off the top of my head, I don't know. Relatively, is it New Testament, Old Testament? Yeah, well, there's, it's both in the Old Testament. Um, And I think it's the Psalms where it says, by reason of strength... Somebody might live 70, perhaps even 80 years. I think that's the, the quote. Okay, okay. And it's in the Psalms. And then there's another passage, and I think it's in one of the prophets that says that no one's going to live more than 120 years. That's a real bad paraphrase. Sure, sure. Um, I don't remember exactly what So what it was. Let me see if I can find it though, while you're talking. What, what if, um, through some sort of advancement of technology we lived to be 121 would that cause problems no i think there was a guy who just lived oh really who, okay who just very recently lived to be 121 jeez um, that's a really long time yeah 
No, I don't. I That's don't an know. extra sixty years after the age. Wait, forty years after the age of eighty. Yeah, which is wild, right? That like is. I'm, I wild. think right now, man. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna live. Uh, if I live to be eighty, that's another thirty years of my life. Thirty years—that's a long time. That's a lot to do. It's a lot. If you have another sixty years on top of that, that's a lot of life. A lot of wisdom that comes from mm-hmm. that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, would you want to live that long? It depends. Can I eat solid food what? the whole time? Can I eat solid food the whole time? Maybe. Well, I mean, after the age of. A hundred. I mean, your teeth probably. I guess you can have fake teeth, huh? You can have fake teeth. George Washington had some nasty old teeth. Oof, boy, that's a story. Yeah. I'd like to live long. I mean, who wouldn't want to live long, though, right? Living long is not a bad desire to have, is it? No, I don't think so. I want to live as long as I can. Right. You think that there is a uh, a sinful aspect of that, like? Uh, I guess, how much money is appropriate to spend on living longer? That's a good question. Yeah, like how much of your life can you spend trying to live longer? Like, because, I mean, the whole reason a lot of people want to exercise is to be healthy and live longer. Yeah, so I I do know somebody who um, is just, you know, you, you get to a point where you're desperate. Right. Um, and I think especially if you don't know the Lord, that when you get some health diagnosis that all of a sudden you're like compelled. Oh, no, I've got to change things. And the whole motivation behind that is so that I can live longer. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the desire to live longer could certainly be an idol. Right. It could, you're you're worshiping longevity itself. You're worshiping science because science can surely you know, make me, oh yeah, make me live older, and so I'm going to do everything that science says and take all the pills. I think um, a good determiner of if it's unhealthy or not is um, how much are you investing financially in it, and if you, all your money or a w- extreme amount of your money is going for you to continue to live longer. It could be an indication that um, you have an idol, that mm-hmm. it, it, longevity is something that that you are worshiping, and it's it's uh, it's taken control of your life. Right? Maybe. I think I that'd be one of the first questions I'd ask somebody. Um, Did you find a verse? No, I did not no. even. Not even close. No. I can always edit this part out. Yeah, no, I I don't I don't know, but I'm just skimming through. I just right. did a little search, but um, anyways, the listener can do their own search. They'll, <laughs> fi- they'll find it, and somebody can tell me that I got it wrong. So, what I guess li- living long now, mm-hmm. um, what is an inappropriate amount of effort to try to live longer? Like we don't want to make an idol of it. But we all have this desire for it. It's not a bad desire to have. It's good to be healthy, good to eat healthy. Um, but, I mean, is there any uh, – yeah, I mean, I guess it kind of comes back to security as an illusion, right? Do you think you're going to do these things to provide security for your age? Yeah. 
and it's just an illusion. Yeah, and an inappropriate amount. I don't think. Um, I think I think I could tell from the outside looking at you, um, just like I can with any type of idol, seeing what consumes your your life. Mm-hmm. But internally, we have idols well before they manifest outwardly. A lot of times, right? So for the person, I would I would say, how much do you think about this topic? Is it excessive? Is it constant? Is it like an obsession? You know, like with alcoholics, it's like all I can think of is the next drink. With mm-hmm. drug addicts, it's like all I can think of is you know, the next. Hit. How am I going to get it? You know, I got to steal money or whatever to, because I've I've got to get the next next hit. Is it um, consuming your waking thoughts? Right. Like I I I've got to keep living. I've got to figure out a way to to do this then it's probably um, excessive, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, unf- you know, ha- it's really hard to, to call someone on that because for the most part, our culture says, no, that's a good pursuit. You should want to pursue health and longevity. And, um, and, and it's true. I, w- I wouldn't deny that, yeah. that, that you should pursue it, but it, it's, it's um, a healthy pursuit as long as it remains a healthy pursuit. You, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. As long as it, it remains like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, eat right. I'm going to go running. I'm going to, um, you know, take some vitamins and I'm going to read blogs and stuff about how to be a healthier person. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to live my life um, and I'm not going to just, you know, I think of people like like Michael Jackson and Prince who they were so obsessed with living longer. They were doing all these weird things and taking I don't know what you're talking about. Michael Jackson. Oh, he was on all kinds of crazy medications. And mm. his doctor actually was found guilty for giving him all kinds of stuff that he shouldn't have been given him because Michael's just obsessed with living longer and he had to live longer. And he was just so afraid of dying. And Prince was similarly taking all kinds of uh, weird medical treatments and stuff to, to live longer. As and if the pills up, will... And both of them killed him. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they both died because of this. Um, but yeah, and I, I don't, I, I don't think that everybody's obsession with longevity is going to end in their <laughs> untimely demise. But, um, yeah. but <laughs> it, it certainly consumes you. And if you're consumed by anything other than loving the Lord <laughs> yeah. and worshiping Christ, then you're consumed with the wrong things. Earlier. When we first, when you first brought this up, or when I first brought it up, um, you went on to explain why the age of individuals dropped after the flood. Mm-hmm. As, I was thinking, yeah, yeah, just yeah. thinking through yeah. it, right? And um, I've, it's almost like a, uh, uh, you know, there's the, the that group answers in Genesis, yeah, and so they they. Yeah, I've heard. I've read a couple articles where they talk yeah. about this. Sort Institute of thing. for Creation Research. There's a guy in Colorado. Can't remember his name now, but okay. he's a real good guy too. And I, I often find that the there isn't. I I don't often hear it, and maybe there is, where people are objecting to the Bible because yeah, well, what about those old, those people that lived a long time and then they stopped living a long time, yeah. and so then we come up with some like potentially scientific reason as to why, but it's like well. How I I, I I struggle to even want to answer why people stopped living so long. There probably was 
more and of a that was a larger objection when evolution uh, was such a huge hot oh. button topic. It it isn't quite the big thing that it was in the twentieth century. Um and largely because most people just assume it's true and it's not even a debate anymore. It's sure. just like a, a done deal. But um when it was the hot topic, I, I I do remember reading lots of things about, you know, people living longer and making fun of all the the Bible, right. people living so long, and then all of a sudden they stopped because how convenient it is we don't live that long now. Yeah, yeah. You know, kind of thing. But um, the Bible, I believe, is true. Um, and if it is true, then there is clearly something that happened at the flood. Now, I'm my conjecture is that it was the this cloud water canopy that was protecting the earth from much of the radiation that comes from space. And once it collapsed and flooded the earth, then um, people couldn't live near as long. Mm. And it, it did seem to take a couple of generations to catch up still, even after the flood. But you see it immediately drops right off. Um, nobody's even living 400 years. Where before it was like, you know, everyone was yeah. 800, 900, 800, 900, 800, 900. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I, I think... I think it's still something that we should um, communicate to our people, especially if I was preaching through Genesis or something like that right now, or if I was in a passage that talked about longevity, probably mentioned that in a sermon or something. But um, I, I wouldn't bring this up as an apologetic, and even if somebody brought it up as an object, objection, I would say, well, there's, it's not a difficult objection you're not gonna like my answer but here it is yeah and but i'm presuppositionalist anyway so i right. I, I know that they're just trying to get away from the fact that they need to repent and yeah and confess their sins and trust in christ and so i'm going to answer their question but immediately make a beeline back to that right as quick as i can so i i, I think that's probably why it's not as big an objection because uh, people just assume the truth of evolution anymore have you heard anybody try to explain uh, the long or the um, old ages in Genesis from a uh, alternative point of view, like, for example, people talking about uh, the six day creation or seven day creation, six day and it being um, hypothetical or not hypothetical, allegorical. Yeah, allegorical. Uh, has, has anybody ever tried to, like, explain it as if it was um, I don't know. I don't even know how you would go about that. Yeah, probably. But I'm not familiar with it. OK. Um, but there, there's, there's weirdos out there and so <laughs> there's probably somebody who, who, uh, has tried to explain away these ages as being, you know, I mean, there's people who will go through the names of these people and go see their name was prophetic and the names, if you take the Hebrew roots of these names and you line them out, it basically says, Watch out, dudes, there's a big bad flood coming, God's judgment's coming kind of thing. Hmm. Um, which it, I've seen people do that, but um, I'm sure there's somebody who would have taken those dates and said, oh, probably probably what would have happened is they would have done the math on the numbers and said, oh, see, you could have calculated this and this and come up with a date, some judgment's going to happen yeah. or something like that. But um, uh, a, a thing that... that um, I, for our, us literal uh, six-day creationists, 
uh, want to point out is that I, I don't think those, we shouldn't assume that those genealogies are complete, meaning that it's exactly one-to-one, -one, that this had this, this, that, this kid. Mm -hmm. um, that's not the way genealogies work. Lots of places in the Bible. In fact, Jesus' own genealogies in Luke and Matthew don't work like that. There's lots of generations. There's lots of people in between. Mm. Um, but the genealogies are intended to list the high points, the people that most people would have known um, to show that your lineage is this, and I'm related to this particular prominent person. And probably they function that same way in Genesis. So I, I don't like the idea that people go back and do the math and go, oh, the earth is only 10,000 years old. Oh, right. Uh, we don't know. Yeah, because we use genealogies for that purpose. Right. Or they use, yeah. Right. And so I think that's an inappropriate use of the genealogies. Um, so someone might say, well, why are the ages listed there and they're not listed in some, several of the other genealogies if we're not supposed to do that? And I think the reason is, well, because it's demonstrating God's judgment and how people did immediately begin to die off after the flood so quickly that God's judgment was effective and that their sin was clearly judged. You no longer are going to live this long. Regardless of the fact that they were chosen to not be judged through the flood, they were still immediately judged. Right. 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 Through their eminent yeah. demise. While, while you're flipping, I, I never, I don't, it's weird that it never occurred to me, or maybe it has, and it's just now hitting me in a new way. The wild uh, event of Noah building the ark. Yeah. When rain had never occurred. <laughs> like it's, and yeah. so he's like, oh yeah, there's a huge flood coming and it's going to rain. And they're like, what are you talking about? Right. What is flood? What is rain? What is rain? You yeah. weirdo. Yeah. Oh yeah. All that much more crazy. Yeah. And, and there would have been no rainbows either. Which is why the rainbow is something that's so mm. prominent and stands out yeah. so much in uh, the book of Genesis. Um, no, nah, never mind. I guess I thought I knew where I was going with that, but I don't see. I thought it was in Genesis, but it's apparently not. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. All right. I am tapped out for questions on this topic. All right. Me too. I'm tapped out from this topic. It's it's um, it's interesting. It's interesting. And I think the, the bigger issue is the one of longevity, um, especially for our people now. So if I were preaching on this, right, you always want to leave somebody with something to hang their hat on, I right. say, um, at the end of the sermon. And so, or in the middle of the sermon, whatever in the sermon, they, they, you want something to take away from it. And that's probably where I'd go with this. I'd talk about the longevity. I'd talk about how long they lived. And then I'd talk about how, uh, you know, we, we shouldn't look at that as see as something we should strive for. Right. Living 500, 800, 900, uh, being immortal. Yeah. <laughs> we should strive for um, uh, faith and trust in Christ. And if eternal life is something that you do desire, well, it's only to be found in Jesus mm. Christ. Um, but But that's way secondary <laughs> sure uh, the primary thing is that we're doing what we're created to do and that's worship and love god and glorify him with our lives through everything that we do including however many years he gives us to live right right yeah, yeah. well you want to take us home uh i don't know how you wrap these up say we're done uh we're done <laughs> and we believe you belong <laughs> <laughs>